What up, folks? It's Saturday, October 10th, and we're gearing up for week five. Let's go. We'll get some news and notes we'll start with, and we'll get up to, into some matchups. Get you ready to win your week five. Rams running back Cam Akers practiced fully again on Friday and is set to play. Deshaun Jackson, wide receiver of the Philly Eagles, is out for week five. Fire up your pity D. Chicago, or sorry, Chargers placed running back Austin Eckler on IR. So they, they waited six days to do this, which kind of pushes him back a game, I think, which sucks. Maybe they thought he'd be better, but he'll be out for this week plus four, three more, I believe. Falcons, wide receiver Julio Jones missed all three days of practice this week due to a re-aggravated hamstring injury. Uh, team is still placed him as questionable for Sunday. AJ Brown, knee limited at Friday's practice, wide receiver for the Titans. So I guess we got to get into that game. Will the Bills-Titans game happen? I'm not sure. I have A.J. Brown. I'm very... So, something I wanted to bring up. I'm very tempted to start my Titans if this game happens because the Bills' D is really banged up all of a sudden. Jimmy G looks like he'll start versus Miami. Um, Mixon limited on Friday's workout sesh. Questionable for week five. Terry McLaurin... Thigh has been removed from the injury report. Joe John Harbaugh says Lamar Jackson is 100% and will play Sunday. So people were kind of worried about that. I even said a running quarterback with a busted up ankle or knee is is not good for it. Like, that's not what we want to see. So the fact that he says 100%, I love. Ashlon Jeffrey is out versus Pittsburgh with a non-COVID illness. Football team sends wide receiver Steven Sims toe to IR. So fire up your Gibson targets. All right, this <clears throat> this is from the NFL. The NFL announced today the following schedule changes for week five. The Denver Broncos at New England Patriots game will be played on Monday, October 12th at 5 p.m. on ESPN. The Buffalo Bills at TSN or the Buffalo Bills at Tennessee Titans game will be played on Tuesday, October 13th. At 7 p.m. Eastern on CBS, these scheduling decisions were made to ensure the health and safety of players, coaches, and game day personnel. So, should and it continues on? Should the Buffalo Tennessee game be placed be played on Tuesday night? The Week Six Kansas City Chiefs at Buffalo game, scheduled for Thursday, October 15th, will be moved to the weekend. And there's a bunch of blurbs have popped up. Um, for fantasy purposes, the Bills game on Tuesday will be counted to Week 5. So this is kind of more unprecedented territory, folks. Um, we will have on Tuesday's war, uh, waiver wire usually runs. But because the Bills-Titans game will be Tuesday, they'll do a waiver wire Wednesday. And then we got football right again on Thursday. So I'm liking this. Um but maybe we won't have th- no, we won't have football on Thursday. I don't know what they're going to do with the Thursday game because the Thursday game will get moved because it's supposed to be Bills, KC. So that's moved to the weekend. So we'll see. Anyways, it's going to be quite the week. 
Um, I'm obviously not like looking f- like I was gonna say I'm looking forward to it. It sucks because of COVID's happening, um, but I'm looking forward to kind of like changing things up. We're gonna we gotta keep on our toes here, um, but I'll keep the news rolling in, folks. Just stay, stay locked. I just read an hour ago. Titans passed a reopen facility after no new positives. So that's crazy. Um, looks like this is happening, folks. This game's happening. There was a scare of the Jets too. Jets clear to play Sunday versus Cardinals after negative tests. So I'm just going through a different website. Uh, Rivera insists he believes in Haskins despite de- demotion. Okay, so there's some different news and articles, but nothing crazy. Everything we've already gone over. All right, let's get in. Let's quickly talk about Thursday night's matchup. Um, the Bears beat Tampa. Tom Brady <laughs> thought it was third down. It was fourth down. Let's give him a pass on that one. I don't know why everyone's giving him a hard time. I'm not going to go too in-depth in that. I just want to say... Jimmy G for a tight end is you could do worse during your weeks. Um, I would never start Gronk again. Scotty Miller, I would never start again in my life. He got me two zeros in both my leagues. Um, what I wanted to quickly talk about, I'm a Ronald Jones hater. He he ran for, I wish I, I don't have the stats up in front of me here. I'm just going off the top of my head. But over 100 yards, he was actually catching balls. Um this is kind of the Ronald Jones that we thought we would see at camp. Like, I guess what I'm saying is like all the, all the good hype that we heard of camp for Ronald Jones. Then Fournette came over, and then he looked terrible. So I don't know if he was in his head or what. But Fournette's off the field, and Ronald Jones looks amazing. Same with David Montgomery. I just want to talk about both running backs here. There's not much to take away. Evans played; he was hurt. Um, Tampa's O line looked pretty shitty. Chicago's D is legit. Um, and David Montgomery, man, if Tyree Cohen's out like this, I did. I, I, I felt like I saw a little too much Cordell Patterson but at the start. But as the game went on, man, even uh, Montgomery, was, he caught like six or seven passes. He had a touchdown on the ground. He had, had over 100 yards. Um, uh, my David Montgomery stocks are rising. I like David Montgomery. I like the way he looked. And same with Ronald Jones. Um, moving forward, I would probably I would probably take Montgomery over Jones because you have that Fournette situation, but both backs looked really good last night. So did uh, Robinson, wide receiver for the Bears. He was just getting peppered with targets. All right, let's start up our Week 5 matchups. We did check last episode. We did four already. And we're gonna I'm gonna move on with the rest of them that Jake didn't want to talk about. Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore Ravens. As we mentioned, Lamar Jackson's 100. percent And um, what can you say besides fire the kid up? I actually I've been waiting for a Marquise Hollywood Brown blow up game, and this is it. I'm calling it right now. I guess I did see him on the the injury report. So if he's 100, percent I'm calling a Marquise Brown blow up game this week. Uh, I don't want to like build my fan or my podcast around just like hot takes, but I just I feel like the stars are aligning here for Marquise Hollywood Brown. Um, for the we talked about this two episodes ago. The running backs avoid all running backs. Keep an eye on them. Use this game to watch and see what happens. But uh, with the way usage is going, I would sit all 
My, even though it's a good matchup, right? I would sit all my Baltimore running backs. On the other side of the ball, I'm done. I, I haven't dropped AJ Green, but I'm putting him. So I've started him like every week because I've been chasing the tires, chasing the volume. Um, but I'm putting AJ Green on my bench. And if he does nothing this week, I'm, I'm dropping his ass. Um, Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow this year, but uh, it's a tough. Those Baltimore corners are insane. Yeah, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a tough front line as well. So Joe Burrow, temper expectations for him. T. Higgins I like better. as I like actually – I like Tyler Boyd. So if it's kind of weird these wide receivers. I like Tyler Boyd the best this week, followed by T. Higgins and A.J. Green. Joe Mixon had a blow-up game last week. Just make sure you're not, you're not following the points. Um He's not going to have as big of a game like he did against the Jaguars this week. But I love Joe Mixon. I try to trade for him a lot. Um, I wouldn't touch any tight ends on Cincy, but I forgot to mention Mark Andrews. Um, Mark Andrews has received three targets in two of his four games this season, lowering his weekly floor and making him more of a touchdown-dependent choice in some weeks. Um, while he remains a top-five tight end, this profile is more of a Lamar to Hollywood game. So I'm just reading this off of Roto Baller. Um, they say making Andrews more of a lukewarm play. I like Roto Baller. They got lots of help on there you can go to. Um, so that kind of like that kind of backs up my Hollywood Brown call. And they're just kind of putting some cold water on Mark Andrews. But if you have Mark Andrews, you pretty much have to start him. Jaguars at Houston Texans. This is um, this is a get right game for Deshaun Watson. Um, Bill O'Brien's fired. Lots of drama surrounding this team. They're own four. Jaguars are a juicy matchup. Fire up your Deshaun Watsons. Fire up your Will Fullers. Um, I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling Brand Cooks. I don't know what his deal is. He's been a non-factor. So maybe if you see him hang on the wire, grab him and just stash him. See what happens. Um, this is a good matchup for David Johnson as well. So uh, I, I have David Johnson in another league, and I've been like kind of like playing Robinson over him, which we're also going to talk about in this game. And like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of like, well, I draft this guy as my second running back. He's like kind of like my fourth. He's kind of like my fourth. But yeah, I, uh, I think this week for sure. I love Robinson's matchup um, running back for the Jaguars. Texas D is a very good. You can run all over them. So um, that's kind of like the only, uh, I think, yeah, Robinson, I would definitely start. You're going to get high RB1 production. And so so will DJ Chark as wide receiver. I would start him up full confidence. All right, moving right along. Las Vegas Raiders at Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Where are we going to start here? (coughs) Might as well start Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Start them up. No need to talk about them. A lot of people are kind of like, I listen to a lot of podcasts this week, and people are like, oh, you know, Claude Edwards-Hilaire, he hasn't been doing that good. Or like, not for like where you drafted him. Um, and it's, it's written here, CEH takes on a Raiders defense that's allowing 30, or 38.1 points per game. That's 32nd in the league. 39 targets and 31 receptions. Um, the Chiefs should be able to move the ball with ease in this matchup. So touchdown upside is high for Clyde Edwards E. Lair. Um, on the other side of the ball, Josh Jacobs. I still love this matchup. 
I don't know. People are like, is Casey's D good? Is Casey D not good? We saw Damian Harris kind of like have a couple good runs against them. And I think last week, and I think the Raiders are going to kind of try and run the ball on Casey and keep the keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand. It almost kind of worked for like a quarter. It's like, it seems like the Patriots kind of like kind of lay the blueprint down for teams. So like I feel like the Raiders will try and do what the Patriots tried to did. Or, wow, I can't talk. I just woke up, folks. I think the Raiders are going to try to do what the Patriots tried to do last week, but I think the Raiders will actually be more successful at it. Well, that was hard to say. Um, Henry Ruggs is back. If he's on your wire, I'd pick Henry Ruggs up. I don't like Derek Carr's matchup. I just don't like Derek Carr at all, so I pretty much every week say don't start Derek Carr. Um, fought, like, fade your Hunter Renfro's for sure. Um, Darren Waller, he started every week. He's just he's a must start tight end. Um, just something I wanted to talk about. I don't really like talking about like the main guys because obviously you're gonna start them. Um, but McCole Hardman, he's in kind of boomer bust. I don't know if you're if you're like in a tough matchup and you want some like high upside flex play, I like it. But he could also give you a zero a zero burger on your on your matchup. So he's definitely a high variance t- style player. But he's sometimes he's been going off. He's been getting those long bomb tutties, so he doesn't get a lot of targets for a standard league. You can plug him in kind of if you want to like that boom or bust play. It's kind of like a wild card to win you a week. I think we kind of talked about this matchup with Jake here, but Philadelphia Eagles at Pittsburgh Steelers. I just want to mention I really like Eric Ebron this week. If you need a streaming tight end, um, Carson Wentz do not play at all, and um, I'm. I picked up a Miley Ben Roethlisberger, and I think I'm going to roll with him. So that's kind of where I'm at. You got to start your James Connors. You got to start your Miles Sanders. I was if you have Juju or Deontay Johnson, fire them both up. And uh, Zach Ertz, you could do better than Zach Ertz, but you're still starting him right now. All right, Miami Dolphins at San Francisco 49ers. Um. I'm going to go right into the 49ers running back situation. McKinnon's been amazing, but I think Raheem Mostert practiced and could play. Um, if he does play, he probably leads the backfield and and is a solid RB2 play this, this week. If Mostert is out, Jeremy McKinnon is the lead back and will also be our, I would be in the RB2 kind of territory. Um and I think Jeff Wilson is out too. So there's tons of like who's in, who's out. Um, moving on from that, I guess that's just you guys got to keep an eye on the practice reports. Moving on from that, George Kittle is a beast. He's a must start if you have him everywhere. Um, I'm not feeling Ryan Fitzpatrick. I feel like uh, a changing of the guards coming soon for Miami. I think they need to see what they have in their rookie quarterback Tua. So. Um, I'm fading Fitzpatrick right now, especially against this 49ers D. I think the 49ers D is ranked eighth overall right now. Miles um, Gaskin has been kind of a bright spot in that running game. I've been talking about him a lot for especially a PPR style formats. He just doesn't get the touchdowns because of um, Howard on the goal line. But I think the coaches are going to smarten up here soon and play Gaskins more. Uh, Mike Kosicki is a play if you have to, uh, if you have to use him. There's I'm just reading something. 49ers allowed the second fewest fantasy points to opposing tight ends. Um, and Gesicki is coming off consecutive games with, with just a single catch. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I take that back. Do not play Mike Gesicki whatsoever. 
Um, I like Devontae Parker this week, even against a touch ma- tougher matchup. He's definitely like a wide receiver three territory with high wide receiver two upside. Um, Debo Samuel is kind of getting worked in, so he might take kind of snaps away from Brandon Ayuk because they're kind of the same style. So keep an eye on practice reports for Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Preston Williams in a bigger league, you can fire him up, but I'm not too interested. I don't really like Preston Williams. I don't talk about him that much, but Preston Williams, fire him up if you need to in like a 14-team league, but I would avoid. All right, New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys. I think Vegas has this as a big high over under, and I, I definitely see another fantasy buffet. And in fantasy buffets, folks, we like taking players from those games. Dak Prescott has been just, I mean, really we should start with the defense. The defense is so terrible that um, Prescott just keeps throwing the ball. Um, and the Giants, D, they've been like kind of better than people thought. But um, in a shootout, they're not going to hold up. So Dak's a, like Dak could be <laughs> Dak could finish as like literally the top uh, quarterback this week. I also like Daniel Jones this week too. Uh, I'm just going to keep kind of jumping back and forth here. Daniel Jones has been playing terrible. This is definitely a good get right game. And let's remember, Miles Garrett, the offensive coordinator for the Giants, is the Dallas Cowboys' old head coach. So. I could see kind of a narrative here where they're going to come in and just kind of like really lay it to the Dallas Cowboys. It's kind of like they smell blood. And I think the Giants kind of sees his road off anyways. And there's a lot of pressure on the Cowboys. So I like this kind of setup for the Giants. Um, I, Ezekiel Elliott, he has, a, he, has, he has not had a 100-yard game yet on the ground. But they've increased his usage in, through the air. Um He's a must-start RB1. i just like to see him get the ball more. Darius Slayton and Golden Tate. I like Darius Slayton a lot this week. Um, they're both, And so, so is Golden Tate. I consider them both high wide receiver three plays. Amari Cooper, he's one of the best wide receivers in the league right now. Fire him up, and I really like CeeDee Land this week as well. Um, something I want to talk about, I'm jumping back and forth here. Devonta Freeman, I think this is a solid matchup for him. I don't really trust Freeman yet, but I think he's going to give you a safe floor. So you could do a lot worse than Devontae Freeman. Like, I might play Devontae Freeman over, like, um, you know, Justin Jackson or some of the waiver wire guys this week. Um, buddy on the Cardinals. You know what I mean? It's just like, I think you, you know what you're going to get with Freeman. Um, Michael Gallup. I don't know. I think he's a wide receiver three on this team now. I think um, he's been jumped by C.D. Lamb, so I would temper expectations. Even though this is a shootout, you get like so you can pretty much start anybody here. But um, I like Evan Ingram. Um, Dallas is allowed the six most points to tight ends, so I'm feeling Evan Ingram this week. I'm firing him up. Dustin Schultz on the other side of the ball. Is a solid play. He's a top 10. This is what people don't realize. Dustin Schultz, sorry, Dalton Schultz, tight end for Dallas, is a top 10 tight end rest of season. Indianapolis Colts at Cleveland Browns. Kareem Hunt is now the lead running back because <coughs> Nick Chubb is down and out on IR. Um, let's. I don't like Baker Mayfield. Um... And I hate saying that because if that's the case, does that mean I don't like Odell? I'm firing on my Odell. 
Uh, I think he's going to get you like 70, 80 yards and a touchdown. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going to start Landry. I'm not going to start T.Y. Hilton. These are kind of these are two solid Ds. A lot of people are just calling the Colts the number one D so far in the NFL. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on Zach Pascal. I mentioned him in my waiver wire report. He's their number. He's their lead dog right now, um, and the Browns are struggling against wide receivers. So with Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman Jr. out, uh, Pascal has an extended role. So especially for DFS, he's probably cheap. I love Zach Pascal this week. Moelle Cox hasn't been getting the um, the snaps, but he's been he's been very efficient with his with his kind of like what what he's getting for work. I like to see an extended role for Moelle Cox, but I like him. And um, if you got him on your bench, maybe temper expectations. But if you need to fire him up, fire him up. Austin Hooper. I'm not a big Austin Hooper fan. I think you could quit Austin Hooper. There's lots of better tight ends out there. Philip Rivers. It's a good matchup for him, but Rivers isn't really throwing a lot. He has four touchdowns in four games and has three picks. So I have him in my two-quarterback league, and I'm not too happy with it. Um, T.Y. Hilton is a drop. Uh, it's so it's it's a shame, but I'm not feeling T.Y. Hilton wide receiver for the Colts. Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines. Um, the Browns have allowed the 10th fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. Um, Taylor's been getting a ton of carries lately, including 17 last week. So volume alone, he's an RB2. I would just, you know, you're not sure what's going to happen, but you got to fire up your Jonathan Taylors. Minnesota Vikings at Seattle Seahawks. Um, Kirk Cousins. Is this the Kirk Cousins game? I also have been told he does terrible in primetime. It's a primetime game. So just keep that in mind. But, I mean, Seattle's defense is allowing 29.3 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Um, the second highest among like every any team in the NFL. So, um, to stick with Cousins, I think he's really growing with Justin Jefferson, and um, this is, this game doesn't really have like the makings of a full shootout. I think Cousins still will have to throw a lot. So, Kirk Cousins could be a play this week, and I really like Jefferson um, on the other side of the ball. What can you say, Russell Wilson? I don't even need to talk about him anymore. He's amazing. The sneaky play here, not sneaky, but I was really down on Chris Carson, but he's really proved me wrong. He's just been, he's just been slowly, like quietly getting it done. I think a lot of like a lot of people are talking about Russell Wilson. It's like no one's even noticing Chris Carson do work every single week. So I'm really turning my tide, my you know whatever I thought of Chris Carson, and I'm really digging him these days. Out of Thielen. Uh, like I said, I like Justin Jefferson, but Alvin Thielen is still the number one wide receiver. So in a shooter like this, you've got to start him. Same with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, I don't like Kyle Rudolph for tight end, so whatever. And another thing, Dalvin Cook, boom. Do I need to say anything? He looked kind of banged up last week at the end of the game. I watched the whole game just because I have him in fantasy. So I just wanted to let's keep Dalvin Cook healthy, but I want to see him have a big game. All right, good luck this week, folks. Thanks for keeping it locked on Dick's Picks Podcast. Make sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And as soon as they drop the next episode, it'll pop up on your phone. So that's a little, little trick for you. Good luck. Week 5. This is Joel Dixon, your host of Dick's Picks Podcast. Good luck.